Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Day 405 of Mercury, A Broadcast of Hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, and today we have another entry into our Stories for Stories series, this time from J.D., who stopped by briefly the other day. We sent J.D. away with a copy of The Sound Book by Trevor Cox. Um, don't tell Max I gave that one away. He's read it already, but he liked it a lot and might have wanted to read it again. But he's got a stack of Agnes's books three feet high that he keeps not getting around to. And J.D. glanced through it and thought it had some really amazing things in it, so I let him have it. I'll look around for another copy just in case. Anyway, here's J.D.'s story. Before the fall of humanity, I was in a successful job. I mean... I wasn't raking in big bucks, but I had enough to meet all my obligations, was reasonably comfortable, and was setting aside a little each month for some of my bigger dreams and ambitions. I guess all of those are on hold for a bit, eh? The issue now is that I was working in customer service, and I was good at it, if I do say so myself. I knew my product, I knew my customers, and when things got contentious, as they sometimes do when people start feeling a little too entitled... I knew how to de-escalate the situation. I was efficient and personable and everything was great. And then the zombies rose up. And suddenly there wasn't really such a thing as customer service anymore. Or, depending on how you look at it, there weren't even customers. A new kind of barter economy has sprung up and everybody is pretty much working for themselves. Who knew the whole world was populated by budding entrepreneurs who just needed a little push from the undead to make their mark on the world? But not me. At least not at first. See, I don't really want to be in charge. I had had several jobs that led me to what I was doing, and all along the way, I saw the bosses and managers and supervisors and so on, and all of them seemed really driven, but also really stressed. It was like the promotion was never enough. The opportunity they were in wasn't what they were looking for. There was always greener grass just over the horizon. These folks were never content with where they were. They had risen to a rank of discontentment, and nothing would ever cure it unless there were the big boss, the ultimate leader. Only the vast majority of them weren't good enough to make it that far. The Peter Principle was in full effect for a lot of them, and they'd definitely risen to a level just past their capabilities, and there was no way to demote them. I felt really lucky to have observed that early on and had decided that I never wanted to be in charge of anybody. That even though I could work independently, I always wanted to have someone else calling the shots. That had served me well for several years. And then the zombies rose up. And everybody was so focused on being in charge of themselves that nobody had time to be in charge of anybody else unless it was their family. Nobody was telling me what to do or how to do it and my customer service skills weren't exactly going to put food on the table. I languished for a while, I'm not going to lie. I did some things I'm not proud of, including debasing myself and even stealing, which, considering that we're in a situation right now that could theoretically lead to everyone stealing from everyone else, and instead we've gotten into a kind of a whole new society where cooperation is so much more common than it used to be, well, stealing is a lot different than it used to be. And then one day I met an older gentleman who had a lot of knowledge but couldn't actually apply his trade anymore. He was a blacksmith. He knew everything about forges and metals and stoking the fire to impossible levels of heat. He'd been doing it for years. You should have seen his hands. 
A lifetime of swinging the hammer had turned them into gnarled paws, huge, callous things that told a lifetime of stories just by looking at them. But he couldn't swing the hammer anymore. And so he told me he wanted to teach me, and suddenly I had a supervisor again. Today, I'm blacksmith for a small community that's an offshoot from Deerfield, forging both swords and plowshares. My trainer has since passed on, so I guess I'm technically in charge of the smithy. It's not as bad as I'd feared. Trying something new turned out to be a good thing for me. A whole new life. And you know, it could be a lot worse. Thanks for listening to my story. Signed, J.D. Thank you for telling it, J.D. What an inspiring story. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed that as well. Till tomorrow, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.